Oh, it's such a clutch pickup, Dave. I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Back by popular demand, we got to work out a sponsorship for this weekly little segment we've been doing with my man, man, Sam Panjanovic. Check him out. He's got the Chicken Dinner Podcast. He's here. He's there. He's doing stuff in Chicago. Now he's via Las Vegas. Sammy boy, what's happening, brother? JJ, good to be back, brother. The first thing I did, I thought about you. We land, I had to fly from Chicago to Denver to Vegas. And before you called me, the first thing I did was I loaded up my Westgate app. I fired that sucker up, and I looked at the odds to win the World Series. And guess who's favored to win the 2020 World Series? You'll never guess. Oh, what a stunner. What a revelation this will be. Would it be the team led by the best pitcher maybe in the American League by the name of Garrett Cole? It is the New York Yankees, a three to one right now at the West Coast. So wow. Yeah. Wow. So they right are now. now. Well, I expected them to be favored, though, Sammy. I'm surprised it's as low as three to one. I figured you might get a four to one somewhere. Well, last year you had the Astros. I think when the Astros opened up for the following season going into last year, I think they were plus 275. It's, it's a pretty standard number for the World Series favorite, three to one. Uh, I also noticed the Mets are 20 to one, but I think. Uh, the Mets number is not a true number. I think the Mets should really be about 30 or 40 to 1. But I think New Yorkers, they come in, man. It's kind of like the Chicagoans. New Yorkers and Chicagoans, they come to Vegas, man, and they fire. So the Mets are a popularly bet team. People come in, they bet the Mets, they bet the Yankees. We know they bet the Cubs. Uh, the White Sox, maybe not so much. Uh, but, yeah, so Yankees are favored right now at the Westgate 3 to 1. The Mets are 20 to 1. And I saw this prop yesterday, actually, in one of the global markets. They had Garrett Cole's over/under for total salary. They had it at three hundred and fifteen million. Number was a little too low, my friend. Hey, ain't kidding. Must be nice, right? If you're Scott Boris and you have Anthony Rendon, Steven Strasburg, Garrett Cole, Mike Mustakis on the payroll, must be nice. Um, Sam, if you're betting the Yankees to win the World Series, do you take it now? Do you wait a couple of months? Because three to one, I mean, I see that value. I see that total. To me, there's. Not a whole lot of value. So is that something where if they get off to a sluggish start, maybe they're going through the motions first month of the year, you could get it at a better price? Yeah, I would wait because it's not going to really get much lower unless they rip off like a 22 and eight stretch to start the season and then they're plus 150. Baseball teams go through lulls early in the season. I think a lot of times the pressure of New York, and I don't need to explain this to you or your listeners because you guys are smart. You know about the pressure of pitching with the pinstripes and playing in the pinstripes. Uh, if the Yankees go, say they go, you know, 20 and 10, and maybe the Red Sox have a better start or the Rays under Kevin Cash have a better start. If the Yankees are in third place on May 1st, they're going to be five or six to one. So I think with any favorite, you always sort of want to wait out April and see how the team starts because 
you can't really you can't really win a season in April. You can lose a season if you go you know ten and twenty in the first thirty games. You're cooked. Uh, but yeah, I would. I think the Astros uh, at some point last year were like nine to one in mid May, right? Because they got up to a slow start. So yeah, I would not be firing three to one right now. I would look for other exotics like maybe. You know, one of the pitchers that lead the league in wins or strikeouts, or maybe Stanton or Judge that lead the league in home runs. If I'm firing futures on the Yankees, it's not on them to win the, the World Series of three to one. It's just not a good price. All right, Sammy, let's turn our attention to National Football League. You got a Thursday night game. Talk about a mismatch. The New York Jets all beat up, going into Baltimore to take on the Ravens, and this line is skyrocketing. It opened at around 14, 14 and a half. Now you're going to see that 16, 16 and a half in most places. Is there any way you can take the road team getting all of those points or are the Ravens just too much of a freight train at this point? Well, they're a freight train, but I mean, I'm, I'm not betting this game. I really have to know that the Jets haven't quit. And I'll tell you what, the reason I stayed away from this game, and you know me, I line these up and I cross off before I circle. Like I'm looking at games that I want no part of. And when I saw that Le'Veon Bell bowled the 250 or whatever but didn't play, I'm like, I don't know that they care, right? And, and that's really the issue at this point in the NFL season. You know, weeks 13 to 17, teams that are eliminated and have no shot at the playoffs are very tough to bet on, even though I am picking one, and we'll get to that coming up in a couple of minutes. But it's, just, it's tough with me with the Jets because I don't trust in Adam Gates, and I just don't know that this team is still trying. That, that's really the issue here. Uh, Lamar Jackson, you know, they, they squeaked out a cover last week. They got it done. The game went under against the Bills. Uh, but that's a lot of points to lay in the NFL. I'm never laying that many points because there's too many things that could go wrong. They could win by 7, 10, 14, and not cover. But I really have to believe that this team and the Jets hasn't quit. And maybe you can help me here. I, I, I don't know the answer to that question, so I'm not betting the Jets. Yeah, they're a bad team. They're beat up, and they're going up against the MVP. If you're playing a game, and I'm not playing a game, it's Baltimore Pass. Now, let's get to the other team in New York that is, to me, the worst team in all of football, the New York Giants. And you got to explain this to me, Sam. I like to try to read into this stuff. I usually have a pretty good sense on it, but this is why I value your opinion. Explain to me why the Giants this week are a three-and-a-half-point favorite against the Miami team that has given far more effort, that has tried, that has been in a bunch of these games over the last seven, eight weeks. To me, the Giants should be favored by two-and-a-half, max three here in this spot. Home field's worth three. I mean, that's really it. And then you tack on there was a little bit of money because people like to bet against the Dolphins. The wise guys like to lay three against Miami, right? I mean, you look at that number, if you're a successful better, and you go, hmm, I get a chance to lay three against Miami, I'm going to do it. So that explains the three to three-and-a-half. Remember, in the NFL, home field is worth three points. So if the, if the Giants and Dolphins played on a neutral, Vegas housemakers would make this a pick em. Pretty much go ahead, flip a coin, because uh, they're really that bad. Now, you're right, the Dolphins – I think they're better coached. I think they're more motivated. I think schematically they're actually doing a lot of good things. Brian Flores, I think he's going to be a pretty decent coach in the NFL. The problem is they jettisoned so many guys out before the season. Uh, they didn't really give him a chance to win early. Uh, but this team is starting to play better. And, and I really think the last four or five weeks, they've been in most of these games. problem is, J.J., you can't pay me to lay three and a half with the Giants. And I want more to play the Dolphins. So I hate to pass on you Jets and Giants games, but I, I this slate to me this week, I'm not a big fan of it. I like a couple games, uh, but I'm not playing either of those games. I just I need more points with the Dolphins, and I'm not laying points with a team in the Giants that are now 7-22 and 22 
with Saquon Barkley since they picked him. It's just a bad look. We got my main man, Sam Paniatovich. Check him out, Chicken Dinner Podcast. And we talked about the locals, and we get to his local, the Chicago Bears, who kind of have a new lease on life. They have the big one on Thanksgiving. We nailed that one a few weeks ago. They smoked the Dallas Cowboys in primetime last week. Now the Chicago Bears go to Lambeau Field. And we know what happened in the opening night game. It was ugly. It was low scoring, and the Packers found a way. But, Sam, talk about sharp money influencing the line of this game. I saw an opening line for Green Bay and Chicago at around seven. Now you've seen it at four and a half. Does that tell you that a lot of wise guys starting to buy back in to Matt Nagy and Mitch Trubisky? Yeah, a little bit. I think it was more of a number grab than anything. Look, if I could get seven or six and a half or six, I'd, I'd be inclined to look at the Bears, but I'm not going to chase the steam here. And what I mean by that is if I could have had seven, six and a half, six, why am I going to bet four and a half? I'm, I'm cheating myself here because I'm not getting the best of a number. And if you miss your number, you shouldn't bet. It's just that's the reality of it. Uh, that being said, I think it's a combination, a combination of a couple things on this game. Odd thinkers this year just don't believe in the Packers. Yeah, they're in first place in the North, but they've won a lot of really close games. So I think odds makers think, yeah, they're a little lucky. And on the other side of the coin, you got a Bears squad that they've won three in a row. I don't care that you played the Lions and the Giants uh, and the Cowboys. You know, you start winning in the NFL, momentum goes a long way. So they've won three in a row. Uh, they've been playing better. Um, but I want more points. So here's what I'll do. I know we do a teaser every week. I don't like plus four and a half, but if, if we're going to do a six and a half point teaser in the NFL this week, I will take the bears and I'll go from four and a half through six through seven and through 10. And let's key in the bears plus 11 is one of our two teaser plays. You look at the total in this game too, at 41, it's going to be a low scoring, ugly, sloppy game, wet weather, could snow in Green Bay. It's going to be an ugly game. Uh, if I had Roquan Smith, if I had Akeem Hicks for sure, I'd probably fire the Bears. But because I'm not so sure that we're going to have Hicks, I feel really good about teasing up and taking the Bears plus 11. I like that too. And when we do our teaser before we say goodbye, you and I are both going to have the Chicago Bears because I love that number teased up. And Sam, let's get to a game involving a public team. Because normally there are certain teams, everybody is rushing to the ticket window to bet. The Dallas Cowboys are one of those teams. This week, though, Sam, have you run into anybody on this strip? Have you talked to anybody this week that has made a case for the Dallas Cowboys to beat the Los Angeles Rams? Very scary spot. And this is one of my four picks this week. And we've had a pretty good season. And, you know, sometimes you just do it. Because if you overthink it and cross this off just because of the public perception, you're going to burn yourself sometimes. I just don't know. Look, first of all, I have Sean McVay against Jason Garrett. That's an easy that's an easy decision. But you look at the Rams. They've started to get healthy, man. They've gotten some skilled players back. Todd Gurley looks good again. They're running the football well. They scored 34 two weeks ago. They scored 28 last week. They're looking like a team that could get hot, get into the playoffs, and maybe make some noise here. And then you look at the Dallas Cowboys, and you look at a a coach that has no clue. They quit in Chicago. They've lost so many games over the last six weeks. And I think there's some dissent in that locker room. It's tough to bet on a team with a lame duck coach that probably won't bring said coach back. And I get that it's a public side, but, dude, I don't care. Um, I'm going to lay the one. I laid one with the Rams. I missed the pick on Monday because I slept in. 
like an idiot, so I missed the pick em. I had to lay one with the Rams, but I think this is a number here at minus one. By the time we get to kickoff, we're looking at one and a half or two. So if it's 21-20 Rams, don't kill yourself. Don't wait. If you like the Rams, bet this now because the public usually bets on Saturday and Sunday, and they're not going to bet the Cowboys because they've watched the Cowboys on Thanksgiving. They lose to the Bills. They got smoked by the Bears. The public, when they wake up on Saturday and Sunday, they're going to bet the Rams. So this number's going to move. We talked about this on your show. you got to bet the right team at the right price. I think the Rams minus one is a good point. Don't wait for one and a half. Don't wait for two. Bet it now. Don't wait. Sam, I always try to find a sucker bet. And to me, Minnesota this week laying two and a half against the Chargers is your ultimate sucker play. The Chargers are one of those teams. Just when you think they are beyond dead and buried, they pull you back in. And I get it. They've had a frustrating year. They're not going to make the playoffs. This could be it for Phillip Rivers. But everybody and their mother is going to bet Minnesota laying two and a half here in this spot. To me, that has all the makings of playing the L.A. Chargers. Here's the reason I'm not betting this game, JJ, because you know and I know we're going to get down at the three-minute mark in the fourth quarter. The Chargers will be down four, and Phillip Rivers will have the ball at his own 30. Like, this, this isn't going to happen. This is what happens with the Chargers, and this has sort of been a microcosm of his last three years. They're close enough to win, but they don't win. And, and I think this is another game I still don't like the Chargers because, again, I don't know that they're all in to win this game. This could be a spot where I might look to tease the Chargers. It's not my second team in the teaser, but I like Phillip Rivers and company. I, I want the touchdown or more, right? I want the eight, eight and a half with a tease. I, I need more points with that squad. Two and a half to me is not enough. Three is not enough. Four is not enough. Six, seven, eight? Okay, now I'm intrigued because they have shown over the last three, four years they're in pretty much every single game. The problem is they can't execute that final drive to get into the end zone. So I, I want as much wiggle room as possible, and that would be a teaser play I would look at. Two and a half, not enough. I want more with Los Angeles. Sam, are you buying Ryan Tannehill and the Tennessee Titans, who now are a three-point favorite against Deshaun Watson and the Texans? You know who's been the best offense points per minute in the last month? It's been the Tennessee Titans. They're averaging a point per minute when they have the football. So if they have the ball for 35 minutes in a game, they're scoring 35 points. That's how good this offense has been. And it's really been run first, pass second, right? Derrick Henry and those hogs up front, that offensive line, very good. They punish people off the line. They get the five yards of pop with Derrick Henry. And when you lull them asleep with a run, it's the play action. Tannehill can move. He can bootleg. He can turn it up downfield. They're very deceptive in what they do, and they're very sound defensively because you have a Belichick disciple in Mike Rabel who knows how to run a defense. It's a very well-coached team. They don't beat themselves. Um, this is a pretty tight line, though, to me. I think minus three is a pretty good number. Uh, if it was sub three, minus one, minus two, I'd be intrigued. I think it's a good number. Uh, I'm not in a rush to bet the Titans, but I did last week. I bet the Titans to win the AFC South. They were going off at about three to one going into last weekend's games. They're now about like like plus one seventy five now. So uh, sharp betters are starting to believe in the Titans here, but that's a team I like as an underdog. I don't really like them laying points, so this is stay away from me too. Okay, Sam. Before we get to your best bets in the tees, an initial thought here on the college football playoff lines. We know it will be LSU and Oklahoma. It'll be Clemson who is favored against Ohio State. What stood out to you? 
That Clemson team is a monster, man. I mean, we talked about this last week. We picked Clemson. It was one of the few winners I had last week. It was one of the first losing seasons I've had this year. But I had Clemson, and you and I talked about how we talk about Ohio State, and we talk about LSU, and we talk about, well, if Georgia wins, look how talented they are. And we sort of leave Clemson to the side, even though they won the national championship last year. And I still think, for my money, they have the best defense in the country. They got some monsters in that front seven. You have a first round, or not a first round, you have a number one overall pick in Trevor Lawrence. You have Higgins, you have ETN, you have a bunch of skilled position players that get the ball in space and make plays. That Clemson team, to me, they're very good. I think Ohio State got a job there. I thought they should have been the one, played Oklahoma. They're now the two, they play Clemson. Remember last time Clemson and Ohio State played, it was a whitewash. Was it 30 to nothing or 31 to nothing? Gavel Sweeney's giving this team motivation every single day. He's feeding it, he's putting their salads. I think Clemson's a very good bet. At minus two right now, I like anything sub three. I think Clemson is a good bet. And in the other game, we're talking Oklahoma, LSU. That total's high, but I don't think it's high enough. I mean, 75, 75 and a half. I I wouldn't be stunned if this game was very similar to Alabama, Oklahoma last year, where you look up in the fourth quarter and it's 45, 35. I think 75 is high, but it's high for a reason. I don't think it's high enough. These two teams could each put up 40. That's how good their offenses are, and that's how bad, honestly, both defenses are. LSU is not your it's not your older brother or your uncle's LSU. This is an offense-first team. They're not a defensive juggernaut. They're an offensive juggernaut, and that's why I look over with LSU and Oklahoma. Okay, Sammy, now it's time. We're both teasing the Chicago Bears. I'm teasing down the Seattle Seahawks. I do not see them losing back-to-back games. They need the game. I don't think they lose into a Carolina team that's fired the head coach. So I'm going to go with a Chicago Seattle two team teams. We know Chicago is one of your choices. What will be choice two? Yeah, let's tease up the Falcons here. I, I just think San Francisco has no reason to win this game big. They're trying to win, move on. Jimmy V said survive in advance, stay healthy, win the game, and move on. So I'm going to take the Bears plus 11. And let's go with the Falcons, plus 11 to plus 17 and a half. You go through 14, you go through through 17. I think that's a pretty good bet. And as far as the best bets, I got four every week. Uh, I've talked about the Falcons plus 11, the Rams minus one. I also like the Steelers minus one and a half. Uh, There's a reverse line there, public on Buffalo, but the line is moving to the Steelers. Mike Tomlin has won seven of eight. Nobody's talking about it. He's done an outstanding coaching job this year. And the last pick, I like the Army-Navy under. 13 years in a row, bro, it's gone under the total. I'm not bucking that trend. It's moved down a little bit, but it's going to keep going down. It'll be sloppy and wet and rainy in Philly at the lake, 40 and a half. Too high. I think it's 20 to 17 either way. I'm going under 40 in the hook. My main man, Sam Paniotovic. Check him out. Chicken Dinner Podcast. Check him out. Making a rounds on television in Chicago. So, Sammy, back in Vegas this weekend. What's on the docket, bro? I mean, that's as good as it gets. Vegas right before the holiday season. Uh, any special plans? Uh, no. Uh, well, I never kiss and tell. but I, I've Ah, that a boy. About, hey, listen, listen, I've heard some rumors about Vegas in March. Don't be scared, bro. Listen, anything can happen. Conference tournaments, anything can happen. So I will see you in a couple of months. Orange on the money line. Wow, listen, the Orange going to be getting like 20 points in a couple of these games with the way they've looked this year. God, they are awful. Sammy, enjoy the desert, my friend. We will chat next week. Keep up the good work, all right? You got it, bud. See ya. There you go. The great Sam Paniatovich, chicken dinner. 
Oh, such a clutch pickup, Dave. I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.